Welcome to The Good Night Show. I'm Shay Morrison, sleep expert and co-founder of The Good Night Co. Join me each week for hints and tips on all things sleep. Welcome back to The Good Night Show. In today's episode, I'm sitting down with Natalie Sellers, the founder of Kindred Toxin-Free Facials. This is a holistic studio, which is all about promoting kind beauty through toxic-free practices. Nat and I talk through the role reduced toxin exposure plays on inner wellness, as well as the importance of both beauty and sleep routines. We also touch on the need for reform in the beauty space and the strong need for clean beauty for overall wellness. For 21 years, Nat has honed her craft as a holistic facialist, and from personal experience, she creates an experience for her clients like no other. If you live in Brisbane and you haven't been to see Nat, I highly recommend you put this on your Christmas wish list or make an appointment. She is fully booked until July, but it's certainly worth the wait. Nat, thank you so much for joining us today on this podcast episode. I'm so happy to have you here. And uh, one of the first questions I like to ask every guest is how they slept last night. Well, last night I had a beautiful sleep, but if you'd asked me the night before, it was a terrible sleep. So I'm grateful that I did sleep well last night because I've got some huge days coming up. Um, but yeah, no, beautiful sleep last night. Do, do you generally sleep well? I do. I'm very lucky. I used to go to parties and fall asleep on the couch. I've got no problem <laughs> falling asleep. The quality of sleep has been a bit of an issue, um, but I love sleep. Yeah, I good. could take sleep. Like I, I'd, I'd nap during the day if if I had time to. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a big napper. Not that I get all the time to, yeah. but on the weekends, def- but certainly. Yeah, I love to lie underneath the Demolux light and the lunch breaks. So that's where people usually find me. <laughs> <laughs> love it. And so, for those people who don't know a lot about you, um, I've been very lucky to be a client of yours and receive some beautiful facial treatments and the whole experience that goes with it because it's way more than just getting receiving a facial um i'd love you to share with people listening what who you are and what it is that you actually do and i think that one of the things that people can really take out of this is that what you're doing is really different to to what is out there and what's available and can for people to really take hold and consider how they're living their lives at the moment, whether it's serving them. And if there are some areas that they could look at reducing their toxic load, um, because I know that this is certainly something that you're uh, really forging the way forward with. That's really lovely of you. Um, Yeah, and I think if COVID has taught us anything, I think a lot of people are really taking stock and moving and looking for opportunities for, um, you know, moving towards this new lifestyle. But We'll get into that a bit later. Yeah. Um, so I am, well, I call myself a holistic facialist. It's the easiest way to kind of explain it. Um, but I use natural and organic products, but I niche in small batch. So that means that I know the creator and quite often they have handcrafted their products. Um, and I love that circle that I create with the product creators, knowing they know where they've gotten their their um, ingredients from then I know them and they know me and then my client is part of that circle as well so we're all kind of in this big beautiful circle that I really love Um, the other things I do is being holistic I really tap people into you know other um, understanding the body mind 
connection as well mm. um, so that I might refer people to naturopaths acupuncturists holistic psychologists I do breath work I'll use aromatherapy I use crystals I do guided meditations mm. um, so that's like that when you say it's the experience that's what it is yes you're led in by your skin Mm. But it's so much more than that. And for me, it's a real opportunity to, I think people think in their head, there's a tangible uh, price tag to a facial. So they'll spend the money on a facial. But what I'm actually doing underneath <laughs> is all the other layers of it. Because why did you come in today? You think it's your skin, but mm. why is that? You know, um, you haven't spent enough time on yourself. More, more often than not, you haven't given yourself the time Um that you deserve. Yeah. So that, that's what I do. I've also done masterclasses all around Australia. Um, I do online consultations and yeah, I, I have held a lot of events in the past, but this year put a bit of a hold on that. <laughs> Absolutely. But um, obviously there's a, there's such an opening there for maybe some online offerings. Yeah, absolutely. And next year, that's what I'll be moving into. So watch the space with all. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> and, and how did this, you know, cause it, it's, it's quite unique. It's, there's obviously, I feel like the area is growing more in this space. Um, but how did you, because this is not, not something that's really new for you. You've been doing it for quite a while. So what yeah. prompted you to move from that traditional beauty therapist model into this beautiful um, creation of what, what you're doing now. Wow. It was, yeah, it, it is. It's, and it's a mix mash of my whole life. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> what it is. That's why it is a little bit more original than, um, you know, what's even out there. But I've been in beauty for 20 years. I started on the David Jones counter. I was that girl, you yeah, know, wow. at 19. Um, and I loved beauty. Yeah. I loved, I loved making people feel incredible. I loved that connection that I had with people, but the industry and the way that it was back then, it's definitely a lot better now, mm. is designed for burnout. And I don't know if that was just the time for everyone. Yeah. I don't know if it was just beauty, but I feel like, you know, uh, 19, 1990 to, mm. to now, it really was like that hustle, that burnout, that work. The, you know, I was working 60 hours to 80 hours a week some weeks. Mm. Um, and it all came crashing down. I was probably sick, but I didn't know it. Mm. Um I was definitely toxic, you know, in my thoughts and my beliefs and my uh, lifestyle for yeah. sure. Um, but in 2000, I'm pretty sure it's 2008, it does get a bit blurry. Um, it was the first time my partner became unwell and it, it was an undiagnosed neurological condition and his face got contorted. Um, he had severe body pain. He went blind from the facial contortion. So his eyes went back into his head and this was a six month long process where it turned into a year um, of this and it was totally undiagnosable and no one knew what was going on. Um, and of course that is a big wake up call. Your whole life gets <laughs> turned yeah. around. Um, and yeah, I, at that point, you know, I was a sole carer um he couldn't work and i was still having to work mm. because you need finances mm. um and i got to i just had these moments where i'm like i don't care about the superficial stuff anymore mm. you know when someone's really unwell and you're not sure if they're going to stay here or not mm. um yeah things change things change pretty rapidly and i started to tap into my intuition a lot more mm. um and i started to you know, see that side of myself a lot more and trust that side a lot more because there's so much information out there 
if you know you yourself or anyone who's ever had anyone unwell the amount of information that is coming at you and you've got to navigate your way through and it felt like it was all on me Mm. um I had to go back to my intuition on a lot of it would you say that you were already a fairly intuitive person or or did that was that the point definitely but it got squished it got yeah. squished with drugs and alcohol and fear and working and yeah. all of the things that yeah. were in the way. my life, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I was always, yeah. And, I mean, I remember being, like, going to when I was younger and looking up astral travel. <laughs> and yeah. I look back and I was like, oh, goodness. So then fast forward then, you know, with your partner who was really unwell, that obviously made you reassess a lot of, like you were saying, a lot of your lifestyle. Yeah, so that was a starting point. So I was in New Zealand at that point. Yeah. We didn't have a lot of help there. My parents live over here. My brother's severely autistic, so they're full-time carers for him. So mm-hmm. they couldn't fly back to live of town. Mm-hmm. And they did what they could, but we were really kind of on our own. And I just went, I'm never going to be. So he became well again, like yeah. semi-well, well enough to walk and talk, you know, um, work again. Uh, at sort of part-time and I said I'm never going to do that by myself again so we moved back over here yeah. and my parents were here to at least sort of help a little bit um, and he worked I found a, a traditional beauty therapy job manager job because there's no holistic jobs <laughs> out there or there certainly wasn't then yeah um, or you know you'd have to move up to the mountains or something like that yeah. and I slowly slowly um, started to get really bad chronic fatigue mm. and my man was back up and working then. He just started his business. Um, he was an arborist. And then I came crashing down mm. with this chronic fatigue. So he allowed me to sort of take that time off. Um, I was made redundant. So he went, you're never going back. You stay here. Do what you need to do. I'll take care of you. Um, so I had a few years off and just did a couple of clients a week. And because I was so little, no big brand was interested in me yeah at all um so it was yeah I I started with my food um with chronic fatigue I was seeing you know a naturopath and and a um, doctor as well um and when I start so it's it's all this kind of combined journey where you're learning and you're learning and you're learning and then you see ah toxic (laughs) skincare products Mm Ding dong. That was the last thing mm. that I actually, like the information that I took in. And once I took that in, I was like, oh, I can never go back. Like mm. I actually won't be going back to normal products. I have to find, you know, cleaner products. Yeah. And yeah, so be- the fact that the bigger brands didn't take me on was quite a blessing because I had to find small batch handcrafted products. So Audra James, who's an aromatherapist here in Brisbane, was one of my first brands. She hand makes products and Antipodes New Zealand, one of my friends, Stephanie, was their um, like marketing manager and salesperson. So I was allowed a small amount, like a small order from them and then Audra's products. And then, and then I went on my way. Um, so as I was getting better and better, I, you know, I had my small little room at home and then I moved into my first little place. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't, and I wasn't called kindred toxin free facials, which is what I'm called now. Yeah. Um, I was called the beauty box because I still wasn't toxin free. It took years yeah. Yeah. to actually, it was another three years, I think from there. And I was still, you know, I still wasn't working full time. Mm. It took a long time to recover. Um, and then three years on, I created Kindred Toxin Free. It just came to me one day and I was like, I have to actually announce that this is, I want to be toxin free. Um, okay. And yeah, never looked back. And then 
couple of months later, Tyron got sick again. Mm. <laughs> so it was, it's this kind of like riding the waves of life when you've just started this business, just invested in it. And yeah, then Tyron got sick again, unfortunately, with new symptoms. Um, and they thought it was Lyme disease. And I mean, it's still unknown. Um, what it was and that was another two years this time a big two-year block where eventually he was yeah it was really bad this time um couldn't walk couldn't talk so bad um for for about sort of a three-month block sorry is he is he now well he is well now yeah Yeah. absolutely so we worked through that and 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 still don't have you know whatever this disease is Mm. um but you know by, by sort of seeing naturopaths and working on himself and yeah, both of us working on ourselves, we've definitely come a long way. So yeah, he's back. He's back for sure. Good, good. And so I guess then diving a bit deeper into all of that, what, what is it that you would, you know, that you could share with people out there that might not even have really taken stock or thought about all of the things in our day-to-day life that are very toxic heavy. And, you know, this is not to scare mm. anyone, but I just think, you know, I, I try and live, live, lead a, a toxin-free life. Now I'm not at all perfect, but I'm very aware of it. And I think the awareness phase yeah. is obviously the first phase to be in. So what, what are some things like what, how do you think that that contributed to the poor health conditions for both you and your partner? Oh, I think it just, yeah, it 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 adds up. I mean, especially if you're talking partying and then toxic mind and overworking and then toxic products and yeah. all of it. It's all it all adds up. It's never one thing. No. Um, but yeah, I think the first thing to, I that I looked at was what am I doing every day? What am I using every day? Mm. And that was the first things with my products. So it's like toothpaste, <laughs> skincare products. Um, it, then it. Went, into like tampons and even like lubricant you know like things mm. like that um that you don't even think of that have so many um dangerous ingredients in them when they are accumulative and being sick too like a lot of well people can use a small you know there's mm. our bodies are designed to get rid of toxins but if you're unwell in any way you actually have to reduce them all if you want yeah. to get well again yes but also I look at it, you know, I listen to this um, fascinating podcast about women and Alzheimer's and, you know, so women are twice as more likely to get Alzheimer's than men. Talks a lot about the brain. It's terrifying. And terrifying. And um, there's a, mm. a scientist and a doctor called Lisa Moscone and she's brilliant. And uh, she's got quite a few TED Talks and podcasts and she's got a couple of books mm-hmm. and she's got a book on brain food, you know, food specifically for the brain. But yeah. Um, she talks about how the mid years, so in our midlife, and while this might not be completely relevant for all of the people that are listening, but the mid years are so important for setting ourselves up for yeah. what is going to happen later. Absolutely. And, and, and I take that point and think the younger years are also the really important years to setting us up for the mid years, you know? So, so it is this, yeah. you know, taking stock and it's not saying you can't do this and you can't do that. And, but it's reassessing, um, the areas in your life that you can take control over and have positive influence to um, be set up. Yeah, to and avoid. it's so easy now. So easy. Yeah. You know, and just, just, yeah. And I think it helps to give you that responsibility then. Yeah. Because you're, you're the only person that can help yourself. So you can go and see doctors and naturopaths mm. and, you know, all, all the people in the world, but you're the only person that can make the change. Yeah. So it's, you know, yeah, it's, for um, listeners. Yeah, and it is empowering. But, 
empowering. And it's, I, I think for the, anyone listening, they're probably sitting there going, okay, so how does this relate to sleep? But the, the point around um, the conversation of what we're having with you. <laughs> it so all ties in. <laughs> it all ties in because it's all there from the beginning. So if we have good sleep, we can make good decisions. We don't have brain as much brain fog. We don't have, we have far more mm. mental clarity to be making the right decisions. So we're not climbing out of bed in the mornings and going, oh, I need a coffee and I need another coffee and I need another coffee. Yeah you know so that we can make these decisions around um fueling our body in the right way to then complete that cycle of good sleep um and i think yeah. that this is just part of it that what you're doing is just so beautiful and you know you're doing it because there were some really serious health implications in place so it's for people that might, might have some some severe or not so severe health implications what they can be doing but also to prevent these from happening is that what is that fair, do you think? Yeah, I absolutely think so, yeah. And, I, I mean, don't get to the point where Taryn and I were at. You yeah. don't want that. Our lives fell apart. And, I mean, while there's so much learning and beautiful learning and that's our journey, it's, you know, if there's so much information there now for everybody that it, it is so much easier for you to understand what you need to do to kind of avoid becoming unwell. Yeah. And where I mean, some you... of it's genetic, you know, of course. Yeah. And some of it is genetic, but I think that the more that we're doing the right thing by ourselves and our bodies, the, the easier it helps in, in that disposition yeah, as well. Um, so for people yeah, that are, are looking of where to start, where, because I think it all gets quite overwhelming. And I think that often when we're talking to people about sleep, they all go, Oh, it's just too hard. And it is really quite an overwhelming thing, but where to strip it yeah. back, where do you think that, you know, if somebody is in in this awareness phase and they're looking at making some changes, where you, uh, I mean, you just highlighted that looking at the what are you using every day, but where where yeah. do they start? Well, uh, Alex's low tox book, yeah, <laughs> um, is a really amazing. Yeah, it's my, that's one. So I did her course. She has a course too, and it's yes. incredible. And I recommend everyone consuming that information. She yeah. is amazing. Alex Stewart, yeah, uh, low tox life is yeah. her brand, I think, um, and. Yeah, I th it just slowly moving through that information because it's laundry powder, yeah. it's soap, it's there's so much. But doing it slowly as well. Um, I remember throwing away all my makeup and then going to, to be, go to a wedding and not being able to wear makeup because <laughs> I'd thrown it away the week before. <laughs> yeah, you know, and not really. At that point, there was no like conscious ken or no. um you know clean beauty market or anything like that that where I could purchase some beautiful new skin new makeup. Yeah. Um, so don't be irrational like I was. <laughs> do it. Do it a little bit more slowly. But the rest I did quite slowly. Um, and yeah, and use what you have. Don't waste or give away. You know, like please don't waste. Above all, um, don't waste things. Just choose one thing. It, maybe it might be every week, every month that you're going to get to. Maybe it's changing your laundry powder, and then maybe it's changing, um, you know, your deodorants. Deodorants really important. And there's some really great deodorants out there what, now that work very well. What deodorant do you recommend? Because well. um, I've tried them all, and I there's there's a few. So Erica Brooke makes a beautiful deodorant. Okay. Um, she's a Brisbane girl who used to have a whole product line. Unfortunately, she only has like the deodorants and a few bits and pieces now. Um, Axilla um, is another oh, yeah. great one. It's sold at 
microbiome mm-hmm. um, and they have a sensitive one. So I actually react to the bicarb as well. Mm. She has a sensitive one and quite often the other ones that don't have the bicarb in them still make me smell. I exercise every day. Um, I need quite a high strength deodorant. Yeah, I'm over people's faces. Yeah. Um, and her sort of, I think it's called barrier repair one is is my go-to um, and the Erica Brook ones. They're my two favourites, but mm-hmm. there's so many out there. Some people say Noosa Basics is really good. Um, okay. Yeah, they're, they're the ones that I that I trust a lot more. Some of the other ones, um, yeah, have not passed the test. <laughs> okay. So in terms of then the, the work that you're doing, you know, where where do you see where do you see the future of this beauty landscape and what is going to change, you know, I think about I, I I couldn't go to um to a general generalist beauty place anymore. Mm-hmm. I my yeah. skin reacts so badly now to products that are full of chemicals. Um, yeah, so, isn't that amazing how quickly that changes? It? Amazing yeah. and makeup. You know, I, I, I had had makeup done for oh. photos recently and I couldn't do it because my eyes just water. Yeah, the same and, thing happened to me. and My skin peeled just yeah. because. Yeah, I was at a wedding and I um I was a bridesmaid and I didn't want to be painful <laughs> and I just let them use whatever makeup they had and I woke up the next day with all these welts all over my face yeah um so the more clean you go that that is part of the process it is you know becoming cleaner you become more sensitive to everything mm-hmm. um and yeah you can tell the difference very quickly and um, where do you think it's going where do you think this is where does the shift I, I honestly think because the brands are all about the big bucks that and people are asking for this i don't think it will be long before we see every brand being at least clean um i think that there's consumer demand for that so whether we see that breaking down you know even being some clean products from the ranges and some you know not um but yeah i definitely think that that the awareness and the demand is so huge that it will definitely move that way well i'd like to see it anyway yeah surely it has to i mean there there seems to be a big push internationally and australia i mean it it seems strong in australia but let's hope that that is the way things are moving yeah, well, I think on the TV the other day, I, I can't be sure that it was Maybelline but it was or, or L'Oreal, um, but they have made a clean foundation now. Um, right. how, how clean that is, is, you know, I haven't looked into it. But, um, yeah, it's still great to see. Yeah, definitely. And, and in terms of, um, obviously, you're a big advocate for beauty routines. So, you know, mm-hmm. morning, morning and evening beauty routines. Yeah. Um, how how do you think that people could, you know, from your experience, look at incorporating the way that they address sleep into these routines here at the Good Night Part of it, <laughs> it is, isn't it? Well, we often talk about the yeah. fact that the morning routine is just as important as the night routine for sleep. So it's how you wake up and mm-hmm. set your day really sets you up for your day and then your night. Yeah, I think it's massively important, and especially for me, the nighttime routine. So. I'm all about pockets of peace. It actually doesn't have to be this big, long extravaganza ritual for yourself. It can be, um, you know, for me, it's a bath and I just literally do everything in the bath. And that's just a a beautiful way for me to unwind and uh, bring my energy back from the day. I use crystals and, you know, salts and aromatherapy and I'll cleanse and oil cleanse my face. It's kind of like an all in one. Um, And I'll gua sha with the oil cleanse. And then, yeah, I'll put on my nightly, um, balm or whatever I'm using and that literally 
it doesn't take long because the bath you really have to do anyway. That's or the right. shower or whatever it is that you're doing. And I do it and anytime I do it, you know, to look a certain way, it, it doesn't work. When I do it because I love myself, it has a whole different feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sets me up because it's all beautiful aromatherapy and things like that. And I actually, um, I use your sleep pillows and sleep oh, beautiful. Um, things. So I have about seven cases. of them all around <laughs> my bed. Um, so I set myself up. I'm always in bed by 9.30, 10. It's just part of my practice. I don't care what I have to do. I'll do it in the morning. Yeah. Um, it is just so important your skin does all its repair overnight. If you're not getting that sleep, you're actually doesn't no cream in the world is going to sort that out. Um, you know, sleep is free. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is, it is such an important, such an important, it's all part of that nightly ritual. Um, you know, and making sure you have a drink of water before you go to sleep because you are getting dehydrated as you sleep as the body repairs. Um, and that's why we want everyone to use like some kind of beautiful balm or serum at nighttime as well, because you do get dehydrated. Yeah. And would you say yeah, in the morning? Yeah. What, what, what happens in the morning? The morning. Yeah. I've only, st- I've only started a good morning routine probably in the last three years. Mm-hmm. I used to be one of those, get up, get to Pilates, drink the coffee, mm-hmm. um, get to work. And when I got to work, I'd settle in and do a meditation. Um, but yeah, recently I've, you know, I've cut out. So I used to do like 5am, 6am exercise. Now I've been able to, because I have my own business, shift that to 9am. So I have a 6am or 7am wake up and Mm. that has changed everything. Mm. I wake up slowly, not with like this fast heart, desperate for my coffee. Um, I, 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 if I wake up with a little bit of anxiety, I'll sit with myself for a little bit and be like, what am I grateful for? How's today looking? How am I feeling? And just take even one to two minutes, Mm. um, to change my mindset on things and then I'll get up. Um, but that's, yeah, that's a big, big thing. Mm. And so many people are not doing that. They, they're waking up, they're either doing the, the hit or the running or the, the fast exercise and, or grabbing their phone and just scrolling, which causes the yeah, anxiety I, yeah. and the heart rate increasing. Yeah, do not. That's a massive rule. But everybody yeah, does it now. Rule. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, so my man pulled me up on it probably about a year ago um it was causing massive problems in our relationship because i run a business i'd be mm. like and so I, I was i get home i finish at seven so the time to get home it's about 8 p.m mm. um and i would sit on the couch and i would unwind and i'd scroll and i'd check to see if a client had text or whatever mm. and he was like this is ridiculous like this is our time together when you get home phone on the charger mm. and that's it you can yeah. check everything in your work hours. Um, yeah. And that was a big thing. And then it, it end in the morning as well. So when we get up together, we, we have our morning, um, well, I'm having decaf now, mm-hmm. morning decaf, um, and we'll chat for like 30 minutes and then I'll go and do the orders. Um, and that, that's changed, you know, the whole feel of the day rather than, yeah, like you say, increasing that cortisol um, and getting that big buzz hit. <laughs> Well, and, and, and also, you know, as a business owner, um, sometimes people, you know, sometimes I'll receive a text message from somebody really early the other morning at quarter past five in the morning, cause they're on a, they're on a different time zone and, yeah. um, and it's asking me about an email that they'd sent the night before, which was on a Sunday. And I don't mm. check my emails. I, I don't look at my emails till I get to the office because yeah. I don't need that stress in the morning um, and yeah. I can wait. And it's all about yeah, and boundaries. Yeah, and so important. 
Yeah. Yeah. Boundaries are massive. One of my clients actually shared this with me, like probably about four years, Kate. Um, she's like, that's, that's like your to-do list, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's your to-do list. It's not mine. My to-do yeah. list starts when I get into work. And if you're not okay with that, I'm okay with not working with you. Yeah. Um, you know, and opening space for new and beautiful people who are aligned. Yeah. And if they're not, that's okay. Go yeah. find people who want to hustle. It's not yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we just mm. need to, to choose this and slow down. I think that if anything that uh, COVID has taught, hopefully some people and that they don't rush in back into the mental busyness is that no. it's okay to take things a bit slower um, and our yeah. bodies and our brains and all the important things um, that we need will really love us for it. Yeah. Well, it's about sustaining our health. That's yeah. the thing. You can go fast for a very short amount of time. Yes. And that's up to you, <laughs> you know. It, we're not designed to be going that fast like a, a train heading into a wall. Yeah. You know, we want to we want to sustain our life and our health. Yeah. Well, and it's something that you're mm -hmm. definitely doing beautifully. Um, and, you know, I, I guess if there's anything that, that you can add, I think one thing that a lot of people are curious about, and I, I feel that you've already answered this, is, you know, what's the ultimate anti-aging thing that we can be doing? You know, obviously there are lots of creams and serums and all sorts of, devices and things like that available but is it is it that overnight skin repair and getting that sleep and being hydrated like is that what you would say absolutely and massage so and massage. massage and the lymphatic flow of your skin is everything right. you know even if you don't have much money yeah and you know you can find a reasonable organic oil and massaging your skin getting yeah. good sleep, breath work, breathing, oxygenating yourself. These things are free, grounding yourself on the earth. There's a lot, you know, it doesn't take a lot of money. There are beautiful things depending on where you're at financially that you can, of course, indulge in. And it's lovely mm -hmm. to be able to indulge in those things. But there are so many other tools um, that can help you. Yeah. Um, yeah, and are the baseline. They're the baseline. They're yeah. always going to be the baseline. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for, for those that I know that um, we've spoken about this and, and you are going to be looking at releasing um, some online courses next year. Yes. So yes. where can people find out about that? Everything of mine is always on Instagram. I get on stories quite a fair bit. So it's Kindred Toxin Free Facials. Um, and I've got a website as well. Unfortunately, I am fully booked in Salon, which is why I've had to go online Um to, you know because we get so many questions on what should I use and how should I use them I know how confusing it is with products um, and I really want to educate people on you know that you don't actually need just one brand you can you can mix and match and what you're looking for can be created and that's what I specialize in so yeah that that's going to all be available online to purchase next year I just need to create the content <laughs> I got it all in I got it all in here all in your head just need, some, just need some days off to get that flow because you're yeah, fully booked happening. you're fully booked until july now why next <laughs> yeah. year i mean it's unbelievable yeah. so for anybody who's looking yeah to, i'm so grateful to yeah get it's a definitely a well, for anybody who's looking to get a treatment with Nat, you know, I would highly suggest jumping on to Kindred Free Toxins. She's over in Belimba, so she is Brisbane-based. But um, jumping on and securing an appointment because... Yes, get on the wait list. So they can email um, my assistant to get on the wait list. And we do, and we do have cancellations every now and again. Yeah. So it does move, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I would love to see as many people as I can. But, yeah, there's only one of me and I have to take very, very good care of me so I can take good care of you. 
Yes, well, it's lovely. Um, thanks so much to, for today, Nat. It's been You're so, so welcome, Shay. Thank you. Great to chat to you. We've had lots of technical issues to get here, but um, we, <laughs> I know we finally we got it. there. <laughs> um, Congratulations, us. <laughs> yes, yeah, us. Um, so jump on um, to Kindred Free Toxins on Instagram to check out more details about what Nat is doing. And um, as she mentioned as well, Alex Stewart is also a great reference with Low Tox Life. Thanks so much for joining us, Nat, and hopefully we'll chat to you again soon. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Good Night Show. If you're keen to learn more about our guests or any of the topics we've spoken about today, hop on over to the Good Night Co. closed Facebook community group or check us out at thegoodnightco.com.au. And if you're enjoying the show, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast provider by searching The Goodnight Show. And if you love what you're hearing, don't forget to leave us a glowing review. Thanks, everyone.